Coming up on 5-Minute News. US to require all arriving air passengers to get COVID-19 test. Mike Pence rules out invoking 25th Amendment. And North Korea urges stronger military capabilities. It's Wednesday, January 13. I'm Anthony Davis. Anyone flying to the US will soon need to show proof of a negative test for COVID-19, health officials announced yesterday. The CDC requirement expands on a similar one announced late last month for passengers coming from the United Kingdom. The new order takes effect in two weeks. COVID is already widespread in the US, with more than 22 million cases reported to date, including more than 375,000 deaths. The new measures are designed to try to prevent travellers from bringing in newer forms of the virus that scientists say can spread more easily. The CDC order applies to US citizens as well as foreign travellers. The agency said it delayed the effective date until January 26 to give airlines and travellers time to comply. International travel to the US has already been decimated by pandemic restrictions put in place last March that banned most foreign visitors from Europe and other areas. Travel by foreign nationals to the US and by Americans to international destinations in December was down 76% compared to a year earlier, according to trade group Airlines for America. The new restrictions require air passengers to get a COVID-19 test within three days ahead of their flight to the US and to provide written proof of a negative test result to the airline. Travellers can also provide documentation that they had the infection in the past and recovered. Airlines are ordered to stop passengers from boarding if they don't have proof of a negative test. The US House rushed ahead on Tuesday toward impeaching Donald Trump for the deadly capital attack, taking time only to try to persuade his vice president to push him out first. Trump showed no remorse, blaming impeachment itself for the tremendous anger in America. Vice President Mike Pence is ruling out invoking the 25th Amendment to remove President Donald Trump from power less than a week after the president fomented the violent insurrection at the Capitol. In a letter late Tuesday to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Pence said that the mechanism should not be used as a means of punishment or usurpation and reserved for cases of medical or mental incapacitation. Multiple mental health professionals have publicly warned of Trump's mental incapacity, his obvious malignant narcissism diagnosis, and that his grip on reality would only deteriorate. But the mental health of the President of the United States is a subject neither politicians nor the media have bothered to focus on, instead turning his illness into a freak show with daily scandals and unprecedented drama. As the House appears on the cusp of a bipartisan impeachment of Trump, Pence encouraged Congress to avoid actions to further divide and inflame the passions of the moment and to focus on smoothing the transition to President-elect Joe Biden's administration. Pelosi has said if Pence rejects use of the 25th Amendment, the House will move to impeach him. 
Already, at least three Republicans have said they would vote for that. Scheduled to leave office next week, Trump is on the verge of becoming the only president in history to be impeached twice, even as the lies he spread about election fraud are still being championed by many Republicans. Three Republican lawmakers, including third-ranking House GOP leader Liz Cheney of Wyoming, announced they would vote to impeach Trump on Wednesday, cleaving the party's leadership. The President of the United States summoned this mob, assembled this mob, and lit the flame of this attack, said Cheney in a statement. There has never been a greater betrayal by a President of the United States of his office and his oath to the Constitution. On Tuesday, Trump took no responsibility for his part in fomenting a violent insurrection at the US Capitol last week, despite his comments encouraging supporters to march on the Capitol and praise them while they were still carrying out the assault. On Tuesday, Donald Trump brushed off Democratic calls on his cabinet to declare him unfit for office and remove him from power using the 25th Amendment. Trump angrily lashed out at lawmakers' push for his second impeachment this week, claiming it's causing tremendous anger and division and pain far greater than most people will ever understand, which is very dangerous for the USA, especially at this very tender time. Trump was visiting Alamo at the Mexico border, at the 450th mile of his border wall, no doubt a symbol of the president's defiance, and comes as he spends the final days of his presidency isolated, aggrieved, and staring down the prospect of a second impeachment. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un called for maximum military power, state news agency KCNA reported today, as a rare ruling party congress came to a close after eight days of policy discussions. The Eighth Party Congress comes less than two weeks before US President-elect Joe Biden takes office and amid a prolonged gridlock in talks aimed at ending the North's nuclear and missile programs in return for US sanction relief. We must do everything we can to increase nuclear war deterrence even further as we build the strongest military capability, KCNA quoted Kim as saying at the conclusion of the Congress. Kim said last week he would expand military capabilities to better defend the country and called for placing state defence capabilities on a much higher level. Since announcing a self-declared moratorium on nuclear testing and intercontinental ballistic missile launches from 2018, Kim has called for continued production of nuclear weapons for his arsenal, launched a series of smaller missiles and unveiled what would be North Korea's largest ICBM yet at a parade in October. The Congress, which ran for eight days in Pyongyang, is the first since 2016, which was in turn the first since 1980. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. 
It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.